The Wrestling Mayhem Show. Since 2006, the pioneer in pro wrestling podcasting. This show is brought to you by IndieWrestling.us and IndieWrestling.network for your independent wrestling entertainment. Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. It is the Wrestling Mayhem Show, episode 850-60. I don't even know I'm in a hotel room. I wasn't even supposed to be here today. Well, I'm supposed to be here, but I'm not supposed to be on the internet with you. But who's also not supposed to be on the internet because he still needs to organize his pop collection. It's from an undisclosed location. (laughs) I forget which town you moved to. It's Mad Mike. Hi. Hi, Sorg. Hi. Uh, uh, so uh, th- this is this is the new Mad Mike Cave. It is it is in beta. It is in beta version. But you said I haven't had time to organize my pops. Sorg, I am happy to tell you that that is one of the first things I have done. Oh, of course. Because these pops behind me are not my pops. Those are my wife's pops. <laughs> oh. My pops, um, if if you want to go on oh, a little we tour, we, oh jeez, that is a here. folder shelf. <laughs> that is um, that is that is my pop collection. There's a lot more going on there for sure. There's mm-hmm. there's like it was yep. a little sparse on the one behind you. That one is like, yeah, you know, um, meticulous, I, like color coded. Oh, I have them organized. So so I'll I'll break down my categories for you. Um, I have. Looney Tunes, DC Live Action, DC Comics, DC Animated, <laughs> Sports Ball, Disney, Simpsons, Dragon Ball Z, Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, Marvel TV Live Action, Marvel Movies, Star Wars, Doctor Who, a lot of WWE and wrestling pops, Harry Potter, and Christmas and Ninja Turtles. And Christmas then and Ninja Turtles, I love it. Yeah. I I put my, my Christmas fiend Bray Wyatt in with um Hans Gruber. So you nice. know. Nice. That's a fun party. Absolutely. Well, again, this I am uh, coming to you from Portland, Oregon. I am uh a, a, a spitting distance of the airport and also Washington State, right across the river, and uh, apparently uh, the FBI field office for Portland is right next door. So I know you're listening. <laughs> so, um, oh, oh, and by the way, um, sorry, I forgot. Yes, I finally have displayed mm-hmm. my Slammy Award. My, I'm staring at my Slammy Award. Oh, okay. It is no well, longer in the case. It is just right here. For nice. all the world to see. Nice. Love it. Love so it. I, I finally have proper trophy placement. So bear with me. We're, we got a little bit of, I took a, put a picture in the Slack of um, our setup here. And uh, and I meant to do this next week. We won't be in Ann Arbor. And I, we, I am every year in Ann Arbor for the second week of June. And we try to do a live show. And we try to do both this and awesome cast. But I got here. I realized the time frame. I realized that AEW is on at 5 o'clock on the television. Like there wasn't a West Coast feed. It was the East Coast feed that was on here. So mm-hmm. 
let's do this. I got a whole evening ahead of me. See, there's sunlight coming in the window. This is freaking weird, Mike. And Sorg, I'm actually staring out a window. Granted, <laughs> it's dark out, and all it is is my backyard. Yeah, you're definitely back We're going to have to work on your lighting situation there. So, yeah, um, yeah, I don't exactly know how I'm going to fix that because it's an LED up there, but um, we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like I said, this is this is beta. Yeah, this is the beta, beta, beta version Mike. of beta man. Mike. Yeah, beta, beta man Mike Cave. I like it. Yeah. Well, this is the Wrestling Mayhem Show. You can never check out everything on WrestlingMayhemShow.com. You can get us up a good time. Angling it down. Have good times. Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. We're checking that delay. <laughs> it's pretty good for, like, we, we, we're actually running the show on about th- at least three, if not four different internet connections. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we're using a live view that I'm usually reserved for, our, our, I have it with me for our awards for our corporate clients and everything this weekend, and, and we got some big stuff. And it's what we've used. This is this is the same box that we've used for New Japan pay-per-views. So, ah. Yes. Okay, then. So a little bit Fancy. going with that. Um, Fancy schmancy. So you can uh, hit us up on social medias. Of course, we have a great Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook group. Of course, my new buddy that I met out in uh, Las Vegas yesterday, uh, uh, Ice Williams, because wrestlers are everywhere, Mike. I don't know if you saw my post over there on uh, the group or the Discord for Wrestling Mayhem Show. Um, Maybe we'll talk about it a little bit here in the show. And hopefully we're going to have a drop-in as well from somebody. Uh, Also, let's see. We have the Discord and Reddit, like I mentioned. And we are typically live every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. It is now Wednesday, a little bit after 10 p.m. Eastern Time. 7 11. This is what it's like for Tina. Wow. I just got some Seven. Robin and grub up to me. I ate. I, I finished watching the AEW. And, and here I am with you. I'm like, wow, this is this is wow. You West Coasters mm-hmm. got it got it going on. And your show's in and your pay-per-views end at like 9 p.m. and I can go and, wander. You know why the West Coasters also have it good? When um, new things drop on Mar- on Disney Plus, they don't have to wait till three in the fucking morning to watch. <laughs> it's a midnight drop, baby. I like it. I like it. The midnight drop. Yes. Okay. So. Thank you to our Patreon supporters, our, friend, our friends at patreoncom slash show. Probably won't have much extra this week or next week since we're. Great strides just trying to get the show broadcast and recorded at this point, to be quite honest. Um, but thank you to our friends at the fan show level. Bo Diggity! Oh, I should put it on me. As well as uh, Ed Burke, Team Hammerfist, and Bobby FJ Town. Thank you at the Pop Club level. Dave Propoff, founder, spouse of Rose Jewelry Affair at rosejewelryaffair.com. And Rats and Trends coat, Tony Kincaid. Pizza Club level, Doc Remedy and The Riz. And at the 20 manager level, Bradley. Uh, who, you know. Bradley! Bradley! Uh, so I actually got to hang out last Wednesday with Bradley. Uh, there was a watch party for uh lady frost debut on aew she took on tire valkyrie um mm-hmm. but that we were actually at uh victor benjamin's uh uncle's bar in uh the brookline pub <laughs> over there in brookline pa or, sorry the brookline neighborhood of pittsburgh which is just a hill over from where we're at by the way mike so that was really cool and um to do to to go hang out there and see everybody get you know uh, uh going off about that and also everybody's reaction from sabu showing up of all things so <laughs> 
Um, I think a little disclaimer. Yeah, I still don't know why that happened. Uh, it's kind of a why not at this point, but okay. So I, I guess so, I mean it. Okay. A little disclaimer, I've mostly watched nothing but AEW for obvious reasons, um, which we'll get into in a moment. And But um, but I, I did watch up through the Asuka-Bianca uh, uh, match um, from, from okay. Saturday. It's so, okay. I saw everything stored. You know me. Okay, you'll fill me in on it, and we'll see about who had the better weekend uh, <laughs> out of this. So... Um, but yeah, I, I don't... Oh, out of me and you? You had the better weekend. No, yeah. <laughs> Today, I, I was I was I was lifting boxes and bins all weekend. I, my my weekend was 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 long and arduous. It was not it was not holiday weekend for me. Mine, mine was well. I I worked technically. I did four days of wrestles because I did the T two T show down there at eight eighty in New Ken. We did the Family Ties show Friday night, and then I went to Erie for the la, first la, la. Revenge Pro show at the new venue. What's that? What? No, family ties. La, da, da, da. Thank you. Thank you. That's what yeah. I was missing. I'm like, there's a thing that goes mm -hmm. with this. Um, mm -hmm. but, uh, fun shows all around, obviously. Um, they had, Mike, they had over 700 people at the new venue for Revenge. Wow. That's yeah. very good. I think they would typically get about four. Um, oh, so wow. Okay. It's a, it was a lot more space. It's not downtown where you have to pay for parking and figure all that crap out. It's not in the bar district. It's in a sports center on the fringe of town, just off of off of uh, uh, I ninety. <laughs> so, it's 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 a it was a pretty cool setup. It was really it was good to see that show. Very good show. Um, I still need to finish um, putting the putting the a couple. I got to get a couple videos off of them and everything. So, um, but hopefully, I'll be happy later this evening since I got so much time on the West Coast, right, Mike? So. Yeah, and I have all the time in the world because I have off tomorrow, Sorg. Yes. Um, so you know so, why I have off tomorrow, Sorg? Why is that? With Swip, motherfucker. Oh, you took the day off for Spider-Man. I don't even think I'm going to be able to see it until like next week at this point. Sorg, I, this close I to am ready. Mermaid today. I am ready. I have oh, no. my Pier B Parker. <laughs> I got see. Just because I'm in a new space doesn't mean I'm I'm not going to have toys at the ready. Yeah, you got toys. I'm, wow, I'm all set. I haven't seen those Spider Verse toys like that. That's pretty nice. Yeah, the little Miles one. Oh, ah, the Miles is great. Yeah. Are those and, like, uh, um, targets or are they NECAs or what, what are those? Uh, no, these are just the standard, standard action figures. Okay. For the first movie, anyway. Nice. I didn't get any for the second one yet. Oh, I'm sure it's going to be a whole but, collection of Spider Man. Spider -Man. Spider-Man? Oh, sorry. There's gonna. I I still haven't figured out where I'm putting everything yet. <laughs> but I do have I do have my Universal Championship displayed. Are you up there? Are, Universal Championship. Got, are you? Are you, are you? Are you no longer a, 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 an attic dweller? Are you? Is this a basement? Um, I'm a basement now? dweller. Nice. Oh, I'm a just basement like the dweller. Old school guess, studio. Yeah, and and guess what? It's not my mom's house. It's my house. <laughs> well, even though the last yeah. place wasn't your mom's house either, but you know, no, um, oh, it wasn't. But I have, I've been in the attic in my mom's house before. Yes, or, you know, just, but you know, just, just so people aren't like, oh, look, podcasting from a basement. Yeah, it's my house, motherfucker. But it's my basement. It's like, yeah, because we always got those comments before. I'm like, jokes on you. It's I own this basement. So yeah, exactly. I own this basement too. It feels good. It feels good. Um, anyways, so 
I, it's like we we have not, we have somebody else dropping in. I want to wait till they do. Hold on a second. Um, I'm, I'm Mike, terrified to see who this is. I don't know who this is. <laughs> this is a surprise. Well, Mike, before we, why don't you tell me? Did you watch Double or Nothing? Uh, of course. As a whole? Okay. Uh, first, yeah. tell me tell me your general thoughts of it. And I want to see if somebody can get in here with us. Okay. Um. Yeah. Sure. I I thought Double or Nothing was a pretty good show. Um, it got way better once Jr. got off commentary. I didn't, uh, I'll well, say that. I, I saw it live, so I didn't know when he left. Yeah, um, I, I forget which match he dipped down on, but um, the late the latter ends of the show were much better than the uh, than the earlier aspects of the show. But um, you know, it was it was a fun show. Uh, I thought I thought like it, it was. I feel bad for Taya because Taya and Jade had a really good match, and. I thought Taya kind of got the short shrift for the uh, for the return of Statlander because you know, and I'm happy for Statlander. Like that's great. I'm just glad Jade fucking lost. I just kind of wish it was Taya as opposed to a returning Statlander with no build at all. And mm-hmm. you know, I I just thought that was an odd decision. It sounds um, like they were kind of picking up where they left off, right? Uh, with things. So I mean, I. I... I, I but if that's the case, then well, then why then why, like, have Jade do an open challenge? Mm-hmm. Like, unless they just wanted to get her to sixty, and even then, that's could be time. Really oh, oh, kind of when shit. they were stacking wins and stopped the fifty nine, that told you something. But okay, but they were doing that with jobbers, yeah, not with Ty Valkyrie, right? I, I I just I just didn't well because because I'm a Lucha fan, I didn't like that for Ty. Oh, Ty has beaten Brian. Fu- Taya's beaten Brian fucking Cage. But you also, know, like Taya is not done. You saw tonight they had her monitor looking uh, with, with uh, Statlander, which that's gonna be tremendous. Yeah. I'm wondering if I and also we don't know. You know, did does Jade need to leave because of one thing or another, personal, uh, physical, or otherwise? Um, you know, and there's an idea that, and and I think our our guest that's popping in here has a theory about. Uh, Chris Statlander basically picking up where they left off. Oh boy, is he with there us? There we go. Is he with I, us? I, I see who it is. I see who it is. Oh, we oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's he's representing because I'll represent him too, motherfucker. Oh, throwing, up the, throwing up the Lucha Underground. Okay. Oh, it's Wednesday. It is the midweek war. Technically, <laughs> it's the midweek war. <laughs> it's the uh, Carlin's joining us. Hello, sir. Hey, how's it going? What's up, boys? How you doing, Matt? Glad you Good. Made it back How to are Pittsburgh. I did successfully got back from Vegas, and uh, we had a great time. I really enjoyed uh, hanging out with you, Sorgi. Well, uh, I, I, I got I, at the sweet shirt before I skipped town. This is awesome <laughs> too. So we had a great wow. old time. You got to be in in Las Vegas when they won the conference. Although you you were not at the game when you you guys were the bad the bad uh, uh, luck there. Bad luck terms. Uh, I, I'm sorry. What's this? We. We were the bad luck. I'm sorry, Sork. My wife was the bad luck charm. I had nothing to do with it. I was an innocent bystander. <laughs> oh, man. Just trying also, to enjoy and, and, a nice and, little hockey game. And once again, thank you so much for inviting us along uh, uh, with the hookup with the tickets here. Um, it was a lot of fun. It worked out really well. Like I said, I had to be in Portland, and, and I was like, hey, we'll drop in and spend a couple of days in Vegas. And Man, we had a blast. Uh, but, hold on, hold on. Uh, we, we've, we've, we've 
question from the chat room for mm-hmm. uh, for our friend in the mainstream media. Uh, uh, David Podnier Jr. asks, Matt, do you consider yourself one of the best wrestling journalists in the world? Best? How many do you think qualifies the best? Like, what, how many? What, give me a number. Like, how many I, do you I'd think deserve to be in top that? Ten. Top, top 10. ten. Between top you, ten. Nah. Meltzer, Alvarez, and Houseman. Nah, uh, yeah, Pollock. Um, oh man, uh, PW Insider guy, Mike Johnson. Great guy, great, great work he does. There's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, solid uh, pro wrestling journalists out there. Um, but there's a lot of other people out there too. So, so and I am reason, one of them. We were talking about this. <laughs> Those that didn't know, maybe you're not in a group. Maybe you didn't see the shares or anything. Matt got credentialed this weekend in Las Vegas. <laughs> not the first, well, first time in Vegas. Okay. Uh, not the first time I've ever been credentialed for a uh, professional wrestling event. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was uh, this was a little special because. Uh, this was the first time that I was credentialed to the level that I was invited to the post-show scrum. The legendary post-AEW pay-per-view media scrums. And uh, yeah, I was in there. I was in it, Sorgi. Right there in that room without a wide variety of individuals uh, with whom which I scared, shared that room for what felt like three or four hours. It was it was quite, it was a long time in there. Yeah, I have a question, Matt. Just, yeah. uh, did you get to see the end of the show and then were you guys like ushered into the post-media scrum room or, or how did yeah. that work? I'm, I'm just uh, genuinely no, curious. They, they have, uh, you know, they have the credentialed media or kind of, uh, most of them are um, provided, you know, comp tickets into a specific section. Okay. So most of the credentialed media were sitting together. Not all of us. Some of them were on the floor. Kind of like where we have... were for Mania? A little lower. Okay. But um, we were in an arena instead of a giant football stadium also. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, basically after the main event ended, I was just kind of lingering there waiting to see if somebody would, you know, grab a microphone. You know, Tony Khan likes to come out and yell at the crowd sometimes after the shows to see if... Uh, Anyone was going to say anything, but uh, you know, people were starting to whisk themselves away uh, back up to the uh, elevator. And uh, yeah, they had their uh, they had their um, media team were up there at the top of the section, just waiting for us. Probably assuming that we would do what we did do, or at least what I did, which is get to the top of the section, look around, very lost, not a hundred percent sure where I was going, but there were a couple people there doing the uh, doing your favorite move, Sorg, the young lion. Uh, directing you back to the uh, locker room after you take <laughs> oh, the L the, at a the, New Japan the show. Yeah, doing out. this thing. Yes, yes. Yeah, doing this thing. Not quite that, but yeah. I, I do it to Missy sometimes, uh, guiding, guiding her through a door, and she hates it. <laughs> yeah, and they just, you know, they whisked us down an, an elevator, and uh, there was a room relatively close to the elevator. You know, we ducked through like a, a small corridor of the backstage. So you saw a few familiar faces back there, but nothing to get, you know. Everyone and just it, back there it, doing their business, and you know, before you know, it, we're in the room and we're. Matt, I, I, I have one final question about the scrum. Um, how did the scrum smell? <laughs> um, it was um, <laughs> it was a it was a neutral smell, Mike. I'm, I'm okay. happy to say. And, and you uh-huh. know what? The, and you know, we were at a wrestling event, so that's a win. I know that that's uh, I so. I wanted to ask because you know, um, we, we always really have, we always I had didn't this really question. note any. 
I didn't really take note of any smell, which usually means either, yes, a neutral smell, or I was the one who smelled. I'm not sure. Uh, I think I was all right. <laughs> the pay-per-view didn't make me too sweaty. Um, I think I was doing all right. So uh, That's good. That's good. Uh, and you, you asked uh, yeah. two of the most important questions of the night in the scrum. <laughs> I asked one decent question and one question that I just wanted to get out of the way because I wanted to ask a question. Because um, you want to, because you, you want to get that first question out of the way. Uh, so, I, I, you know what? Though I, I liked my two questions, and um, I felt like you know, question wise, I felt like you know, we we did a good job. You know, the assembled media did a good job sharing the uh, microphone a little bit. You asked uh, Orange um, Cassidy if he considered himself one of the best in the world, and and this, and right. I didn't even, so I didn't get to listen because we were, we were wandering the strip the las vegas strip just waiting for you guys because uh our key didn't our digital key didn't work <laughs> so to the hotel yeah, room and um and so we're just checking in and we're just like ah tony's still talking so i did, i only it was great because i tuned in right when you, one of your questions but then later after we got back to the room i found that your orange cassidy question was going viral yeah so like um i think i'm trying to th- think of who else came into the room now off the top of my head but i think orange was the first baby face to come into the room mm-hmm. and you know max MJF, was first, Ma- Tony uh, mjf was first and he was doing he was do- just doing shtick it, it's very interesting because like there's members of the media who um who just don't want anything to do with the wrestlers doing their wrestler shtick mm-hmm. during the scrums and then there are others who are more than happy to jump in and and do do the shtick and take the abuse. I wasn't gonna. I'm not interested in taking the abuse. So I would rather ask a, hopefully reasonably, good question to someone to try to get some interesting insights. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, look. I, I've seen. Uh, this is very anecdotal, but I was seeing a lot of chatter over the recent weeks that people think that uh, Orange Cassidy's a uh, wrestler of the year candidate at this point. He's having a heck of a run with that title. He's putting on great matches almost every week. He's doing great stuff. I think he's in the discussion for wrestler of the year. Um, so I tried to, as I try to do, I tried to keep my question very simple and uh, just asked him directly what he thought. And um, uh, I think uh, he showed a lot of humility. Absolutely. You, you got more emotion out of Orange Cassidy than most of the other questions. So yeah, basically, yeah. Basically well, you know, anytime was... you're asking, no, yeah, no, not even close, which I, you know, yeah. I like I like that answer, and he gave, he did give a did crack a I got a smile out of them. Does mm-hmm. that count for anything? That, I mean, that's what I'm he saying. Was very affable in that uh, uh, post uh, show scrum. I, I thought he I thought he was a lot of fun. He was at least entertaining, you know, and fun to watch. You know, doing his thing. Um, you know, when you're asking Orange Cassidy a question, you're always you're playing for second place because the greatest question has already been asked to Orange Cassidy, and it was years ago. He was interviewed by a child. <laughs> and uh, this is probably pre-AEW. Do you know about this, Mad Mike? No, I don't. Okay, he was being interviewed by a child, and the child asked him why he named himself Orange Cassidy and not Banana Cassidy or Apple Cassidy, mm-hmm. and Orange is, like, holding it, you know, because he's, like, I, I'm pretty sure this is pre-AEW, so he's still, like, deep, you know, he's deep into the character, he's trying, and he just kind of goes, I don't know. <laughs> and he just kind of looks, <laughs> Oh, try not to crack up. It was, it's hilarious. Um, I don't know where you can find it, but that was, 
that's the best question I've ever seen anyone ask Orange Cassidy. Love it. Love it. Everyone so, else is playing for a second. Uh, the, yeah, the, the later question for Tony, I was very excited to ask Tony a hard-hitting uh, business question. And uh, I got to ask him a question about uh, the expectations for the TV ratings for Collision. And, um, yeah, I thought, I thought Tony gave... I, I thought Tony and and gave, I think his uh, response think, was in his announcement tonight. Um, I think... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, he gave a more direct answer than I thought he was going to. He gave us a number to look toward, and and uh, I haven't had a chance to look up that myself, basically. But he basically said, "Look at the dynamites that ran on Saturdays, you know, and, and when those numbers peaked for dynamites on Saturdays, mm-hmm. and basically that's what we're aiming for." So, and then, um, if you're a, if you're a ratings nerd and you've got those numbers, go look that up and you know see what you can uh, find out. And that kind of lends into the conversation that Mike have been, uh, and I have been having for weeks about, like, yo, hey, why be on Saturday? It can't be anywhere near what Wednesday's going to look because there's so much competition, right? And I think the answer is exactly what you got out of him. is like, well, they, the numbers that they got for Dynamites are great for TNT. They're happy with it, right? Yeah. Like, that's mm-hmm. not, you know, the ratings nerds are comparing it to Raw, SmackDown on different things with the brand. AEW doesn't need to well, get those ratings. No, so so I don't. I mean, no, let's, let's like let's, like let's when I'm talking this. about Saturdays, I'm not talking about ratings. Mm-hmm. I, I'm talking about now you're actively going up against pay per views. Mm-hmm. Granted, that doesn't happen every week, but it's between pay per views, between college football, and any other major nighttime sporting event. That's just, it's just, it's hard to do week to week. That, that, that's all I'm saying. Like, I'm sure the first week will be like a ratings bonanza. But it's once W, like, once WWE has money in the bank, how are the ratings for AEW going to do against money I mean, in the bank? It's going to be so interesting to see, like, how that. I mean, money in the out. bank, actually, they get, they get kind of a pass because it's in the UK, so it's going to be earlier in the yeah. day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it won't it, be head to head. I mean, it's going to happen. They're going to have to go head to head. Yeah. Um, but there's like, I mean, we're in an environment now when it comes to pro wrestling on TV where there is, there's nowhere to hide anymore. There's no open slots. Like every night of the week is, is there was, just, is just well, piling up. Wrestling and the writer's out. strike keeps Imp- going. Yes. Yeah, and slots. what a great time it, to it, put more wrestling out when there was a writer's strike, right? I mean, Impact Wrestling continues to run a lot of their, you know, at least their Impact Plus events on Friday nights, mm-hmm. like directly opposite SmackDown, yep. which sounds dumb, but they keep doing it. So it must be working. But that also tells you, well, they're not doing this on Saturdays. So maybe that tells you something there also. I, you yep. know, it, it's we're really looking at, I mean, when is, when's the last time a pro wrestling company really tried to do something on national television on Saturday night for a weekly program. There's really not been any a show since WCW was doing, you know, Saturday night, WCW Saturday night was running, you know, 605s on, on Saturdays on TBS. I mean, yeah, that's national TV. I don't recall ever seeing anything about the ratings for that or how many people were watching, but it was a heck of a long time ago. You have to go before the launch of Nitro Mm -hmm. to find, you know, when that was anything close to an A show, because once Nitro launched, you know, Saturday night became, you know, something else. Yep. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But Phil from Chicago is coming back, Sorg. (laughs) Collision Man Punk. Collision Man Punk. And, uh, 
you know, it, that was that's interesting tonight. You know, and, and I was talking to some of my uh, colleagues about, you know, kind of like what, why did the, why did he announce it now? And you know that because we gotta we gotta fill these arenas for Collision Sword, you know, mm-hmm. and you know I don't think it's as much. Uh, I my feeling was that it's you know from the outside looking in is that this has less to do with the United Center, uh, which already which is already creeping close to ten thousand. If you're looking at some of the reports on the ticket sales, and it's got a lot more to do with that swing through Canada, where some of the ticket sales were pretty dire. I think Hamilton was like still in the still in the triple digits. Uh, it's still in the three digits when it came to the ticket sales. You know, we got to goose this thing, um, and we'll see what impact Punk can have on it. It, it I mean, that's a that's a lot of pressure. You know, he's not fresh out of the box after a seven year layoff. You know, he's only been gone and, for and you know I, is he less than a is year? He, is he physically able to wrestle? Was I mean, he injured? What, what after he that last a torn one? It was injured. Yeah. He had a he had a torn bicep, so yeah. I mean, how long did it take Cody to get back? He, Cody was back in less than a year. No, Cody had a torn Punk pack. Back. Cody had a torn, torn pack, torn bicep. I mean, but Cody was, was on the shelf like nine months. Yeah, I mean, I maybe Punk has been ready to go for weeks at this point, and they've been holding off on this because they want to make him part of the launch of this new show. Who is to say he's um, even going to do anything physical so, for the first few weeks? Yeah, he might get, come out there and talk, or he might yeah. wrestle on the first show. You know, okay, you don't know what's um, going to happen at this point. According to Doctor Google, uh, <laughs> it takes about three to four months for a bicep muscle to heal. There you go. Well past so, that. Yeah, because we were talking what back in September, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So early, that's early September. Time. Yeah. It, it, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be very interesting, and you know what? That's one of the reasons a lot of people are gonna watch. Tell me how it is. I mean, I'm not. You love him or I, I'm hate not him. too you want worried to see about what he has to say. I, I'm not as worried about Phil's physical. I, I, I love that we call him Phil like a bunch of dumbasses. I love that <laughs> I called him Punk. You guys are calling him Phil. <laughs> Phil from Chicago, old Phil. Phil this, Phil that. My fear was Phil. That I Phil Connors. My my fear is that I'll end up in a post show scrum and I'll inadvertently call him Phil oh. by by accident because that's all I ever do is call and him Phil. And this is why you're never going to ask Punk a question, right? Oh no, no, no! I'm totally going to ask him a question. You have to now. I have that. You have to like. Oh yeah, like heck. When I was in that scrum, I was like, I, I will say, if I'm I don't a- if I don't ask questions now, I can never ever critique what happens in this room ever again. <laughs> I've got to ask questions. I have to do it. I'm a little disappointed you didn't ask Tony why there aren't two women's matches on Dynamite. I'm a little disappointed. When you get credentialed, you can get into the room, and then you you can ask him yourself. I don't think that's going to happen for a very very long time. By the way, there were two matches involving women on tonight's Dynamite. There were? Yes, because the only time they can double book women is when um, there's a mixed tag involved. I think... It's happened exactly two other times. I think this is what the company is. I think this talking point has been beaten to death. Yeah, no, I, I, need, I just I, okay, okay. I'm just agree? saying, you had you a agree chance. that this talking point has been beaten to death, and this is what this company is. Yeah, now it's going to be. Like, imagine okay. if you would. No, no, no. I'm not done with them, Sorg. Okay, okay. And if you want more women's wrestling, I can point you toward companies that are putting on more women's wrestling, and you can watch them. NXT, NXT, NXT. You can watch them. NXT and Impact. Okay. Wow. I mean, they're out there. Matt, yeah. you asked the billionaire a question. Yeah. What about it? 
Did you notice that we were having a staring contest when he uh, answered it? He was weird I, for a I minute. think that's just how he looks. Yeah, <laughs> he's like staring right at me. <laughs> yeah. Matt, you were in Vegas. Yeah. I, I there, like, there's a lot going on in Vegas. He, he didn't oh, seem going quite on. as... He didn't, he didn't have the energy level he did in Pittsburgh, though. I don't think it kicked in yet. Uh, he was. He seemed very. He seemed very chill, mm -hmm. and uh, seemed to seem very relaxed. Seemed very chilled, and uh, you know, like I said, it's hard for me to gauge because I'm. You know, that was the first time I've been in one of those. So, um, yeah, it was fine. Very polite. You know, everyone was polite except for MJF and Tony Storm. She was. Oh, he was polite for him. Too. He was pretty polite for. He for he didn't talk while answering questions this time. I mean, he 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 has to insult. If you ask a question, he 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 his he shows his gratitude by just delivering a brutal insult right at you, and that's his way of thanking you for the question. And then he goes on to whatever he's got to say about it. It's, it. It gets to it, it. It does get a little awkward because you know you don't want to be a prop. You know, at least I don't want to be a prop. Maybe some people. Maybe some people want to. <laughs> Dave Fondner um, says Tony blinked multiple times during the announcement tonight. Can we get a blink count? Can we get a blink count? Oh, we have Tony to. Khan? Yeah, we have to get a. We have to get a blink count going. This scrum three, um, <laughs> three blinks, three blinks, three blinks and out. All right, so Matt Carlin, you you survived the Tony Khan uh, 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 staring contest. Mm -hmm. Would love to do it again. Mm -hmm. um, we'll see if I get that opportunity. Um, but uh, yeah, no, no problems. Let's was go to the show. Nice obviously, to do. Was nice to be in there. Obviously, we saw the show from the 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 stands, the lens of being in the stands versus uh, Mike saw it with full commentary. Like I didn't even know that Jr. left halfway through the show. Um, but one big thing that kind of swapped up that surprised me was the commentary was ringside, which I don't remember that happening before with AEW. Yeah, no, I, I, that's the first time I remember seeing it mm -hmm. like that. It was, it was a nice change of pace, but it, it still always baffles me. Like I forget which match, um, they were complaining that they only have one monitor. I'm like, it's right in front of you. You don't mm -hmm, need a monitor. No, 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 no. You, 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 you need to. No, no. That's a very specific thing. You do need to commentate towards the monitor, to the monitor, because you are commenting on the things that the audience is seeing at home. Okay, but they're also staring at the Titan Trump. Uh that does not play. Does not play the. Match. Oh, it doesn't. Okay. No, 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 no. If you're okay, if you're down, you don't match. see the okay. overhead. There are no Titan. There are no Titan Trump in AEW Mad No. So I'm just like it. No. Um, now they did <laughs> giant video, giant video boards. Excuse me. Yes. Well, well they did. They did um, during the Anarchy match. They put video up on the lower videos. Okay. Uh, wall. So, okay. like the ones on either side of the band there, um, started mm -hmm. playing it since it was you know everywhere. And then like you know people down in the audience wouldn't be able to see, so they they, they ended up putting it over there for a little bit. So you can probably see that when they can start going over the ramp. Mm -hmm. Tina says the last time they had uh, commentary at ringside was Fighter Fest 2019. Fighter Fest, wow, that's before Dynamite, right? Wow, I thought it. I thought it had never happened. So, that's yeah. in the before kudos times. To Tina for remembering. Kudos to Tina for remembering Fighter Fest 2019. Is that a um, Daly's place? 
event, probably. That was, that was one of the very first... Was that when Joey Janela wrestled the barrel? <laughs> probably. Uh, no. <laughs> um, Hold on. That was back when they... Um, that was like pre-Dynamite, right? Yeah. When they were doing yeah, Fighter so. Fest and... Yeah, no. it was a weird free show they put out. You know, it was, it was just kind of a nice like taste of what's coming up. Like, I thought that was no, exciting. I think it was when Joey Janela wrestled a barrel. <laughs> the May event was Joey Janela versus John Moxley, and oh. I, I'm pretty sure he used the barrel. Okay, I oh, okay. I, I thought sure. I remembered that sure. accurately. Um, my, Matt vibes from being in the arena. You had a little bit closer seats than I did. I thought, um, I thought as far as like the crowd, like it, it was interesting because I thought it was a really good crowd, and mm-hmm. they it also was one of those crowds. Like every crowd seems to lull at some point during a show. This one didn't seem to lull from no. where I was sitting. You know, it just felt like they were just kind of they were straight on. You know, especially through the middle of the card where you would expect it, they just kind of kept going. You know, and they were steady on. Uh, so I thought the energy was good. Um, the show didn't feel overly long. And, um, yeah, I, I think as far as, like, what was the hottest in the building, like, the Battle Royal was the hottest thing in the building. Yeah. Um, before, before Anarchy in the arena. Um, but that was, like, a different kind of, you know, um, you know, hysterics in that one. You know, that's more like hysterics, where, like, the Battle Royal was more the traditional wrestling, this is exciting, we're into this kind of a match. Um yeah, I thought I thought all the reactions were good. I know it didn't come across great on TV because I've seen people talking about it, but um, you know, in the arena, it felt fine. And I was, you know, I was talking to you know some of the media folks about it afterwards, and they're just like, you know, I've, I've never seen a bad show live, and I'm like, yep, I mm-hmm. I, I totally agree. Like when you're yep. in the arena, you're it's never bad. Yep. Oh yeah. Here we are, on like TV. 150 years into you know whatever or however many years we're into the history of professional wrestling, we've yet to correctly bottle that you know nope. feeling of being in the arena and properly projected onto yep. you know into a home viewing experience because it is always so much better in the arena it always sounds better well even the puerto rico show which sound bonkers right like yep. it sounded bonkers but it didn't sound like a loud crowd it sounded like all the mics were peaked you know like it was wild and and yeah that's something that we've we've dealt with a bit too you know with defy it was like how do you capture that crazy room up in washington hall right uh warrior was another thing that we worked with and and it just just crank it up crank it up until it's right under the commentary uh i I I will say i don't know um, if it's i I don't know if it could be any more challenging to mic audio wise than pro wrestling it just seems to be like a puzzle that just cannot be solved by, you know, what are typically some of the better TV production people in the business. But mm-hmm. it's a, it's tough, man. Uh, and, like you know, at the, the level arena. you no. and I are doing yeah. stuff too, we're you know, it's it's really hard. So it, 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 and there's it's, there's never going to be anything like being in the arena when it's happening. There's nothing like being at WrestleMania, being at Washington Hall, being at ECW Arena, being at West Newton Gymnasium, right? Like there's 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 only so much you can do to show that off. You know what we need, but you can you can show glimmers of it to make them want to be there, right? I mean, you're seeing everybody having a good time. You're seeing all this kind of stuff. Um, and then you get to be there and then you just get hooked into it. It's just like, it's just like, I never thought this song uh, in this moment, first time I saw it in this moment was 
uh, The Gathering of the Juggalos, and they just blew me away. If I just heard those songs, I probably wouldn't give a shit, right? But every time I hear those songs, I think of that moment, excuse me, um, when I saw them, right? You know, every right. time you watch AEW and you see the crowd, you know it's not coming across, but you know what that crowd sounds like in person, right? I mean, wrestling is a band that's always better live than they are, you know. Yes. In a recording studio, so. We we need, like, a Nicole Kidman video about someone being in a live arena for wrestling. I love it. <laughs> that, that's what we need. We need, like, a representative for wrestling just to be sitting in an empty crowd and talking wistfully about the feeling of being in the live arena. Sometimes. Sometimes body slams pay... Sometimes... Sorry, I gotta go. Sometimes body slams feel good in a place like this. <laughs> sorry. Sometimes, I go to AMC, so I see that video so many freaking times. Sometimes chanting you fucked up alone by yourself just doesn't have the same ring to it. If you're sitting at home by yourself chanting you fucked up, I don't know. We got to explore that deeper at some point there. That's We'll talk to our friends officially. <laughs> oh, that. Sorg, I've seen that happen. We've been to many watch parties. I've seen it at bars. I've seen, I've seen it all at the watch party. I've seen people like, I've seen matches break out in the room or in the living room where we've been watching the wrestling. And just, they, just guys get like bored with the show and just start putting each other through the tray tables and... <laughs> Yeah, yeah that was a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tina has Kidman. a question for you guys who were in the arena. Mm. Um, can we get comments about the peanut gallery commenting on empty sections of the show? Uh, Pat McAfee touched on. Apparently, there were. Yeah, because there's, there's a the... shot. Of, I mean, he wasn't. Anybody taking a picture from Harkham's side has that other side, right? First well, yeah. All... I mean, oh, Harkham's side, you're always going to have. At least, and also, on those shows. half of that section was taped off for cameras. Like they gave them yeah. a lot of space, and there wasn't a lot of filling around there. But I mean, no, was it a full arena? No, they even had turped off the front side of the, uh, the 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 upper bowl. And I don't know what it looks like typically in Las Vegas for these shows. So, um, well, Vegas is a, unless you're UFC. Vegas is hard. It's a hard nut to crack. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You're literally, man. I was that, astonished how much how many shows that, are happening plus, the same night dinner. Plus, wasn't wasn't that the same night the Golden Knights were playing or no? No, no. They were not no, playing. No. They 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 played on Saturday night and Monday night. Yeah. Okay. Um, so in the arena, which that. means yeah. they had to set up the entire set that morning. That's true. Mm -hmm. Um. But I, I will say, just to touch on what you guys talked about, the uh, the anarchy in the arena match, until they all got back in the ring, it was awful to watch. Oh, and we were watching <laughs> the monitor. Ju just terrible. We are watching the monitor. Just and we're terrible. We are watching like, big things happening that were definitely not making it on TV. So, yeah, just, no, no. just terrible. Terrible to watch. I can tell you logistically, as a video professional, I do not envy that job. As a video person. Oh, yeah, no. It, it's, it, it is a mess, and they're all going at it. But I think, like, to a certain point, I think that's the point, right? 
Well, it is called anarchy in the arena. It's, right. It's it's not it's not like. called well organized camera shots in the arena. Well, well, and, and it's like. and it's and it's like we have this thing when we do matches like like we did a ladder match Saturday night, right? Where everybody split out and we only had one ringside camera because that's just what we booked for this one. Um, I still we have the company and it's just like it was like yeah everybody dumped out and then I got this guy then I got this guy yeah it looks like a fucking mess that's perfect <laughs> it's basically the thing when I have seven luchadors in a match good fucking luck with two camera people okay um, and they have that they have and they don't have as many cameras as WWE but also you have a person that has to make sense of what they're seeing and prioritize like you know it's the hardest thing to say okay this person's getting run into the post this guy's about to get hit by a chair on the other side of the ring all right let's try to get this impact and pop over before this guy swings now you got four pair offs fuck me <laughs> that you mm -hmm. like like it, it is it is tough and they're not coordinating spots or anything. They can't see each other to even attempt to do that. So it is a absolute mess until you get the certain thing, like certain spots in the ring and everything. Now, then they kind of coalesce around one narrative, right? But I think that's it's it's the symptom and the sickness, isn't it, of of those kinds of matches? Yeah, I mean it's it's just those matches typically are. For the live crowd, um, at least at least until you get at least until you get yeah. towards the finish, sure, towards the finish, and sure. you have to get to back down. in the ring. Yeah, I do think it takes a little bit of steam out of the show when you main event that. Mm. As MJF said, oh, the, whoa, a bird almost came out my window. <laughs> that was crazy. Um, I mean, as MJF <laughs> says, do you, do you know? Do you want me to roll around in? Moxie's no, he said he didn't want to roll yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's you know when they we we saw that they were doing the championship match, and I'm like, my God, this ring isn't going to exist at the end of this thing, right? And a little bit, they were tearing a lot of stuff apart. They really were. Plus, there was pyro. Plus, there were tacks. Mm -hmm. Plus, there was this. You want to follow that up with a four way wrestling match? Like, no, that that it needs to escalate to that the way that they had set it up. And I think that that actually was a lot smarter than putting the. Championship oh, I know, but on. but like, for the live crowd, yeah, sure. absolutely. For TV, it it takes a lot of steam out of the show you're watching because mm -hmm. it's literally impossible to follow the match until they get back into. The are you going to remember all the stuff that didn't follow? Or are you going to remember tax in the foot and the exploding super kick? Right. <laughs> like, what are you really going to get out of that match? I don't know. I would have liked to see how some of that stuff happened. Mm -hmm. Like, and and there was one point where Claudio was swinging someone in the concession stand. Like, mm -hmm. I want to see how we got there. Yeah. Like, yeah. May maybe it's because I'm a Claudio Mark. Guilty. <laughs> but still, can I just like have a Claudio cam. Maybe that's what they need to sell when they do these matches. Like, can I just have like like, like there's a NASCAR thing where you can flip the channel. To the camera I would love in, that. In, in a car, yeah. right? Like, can I just get the Claudio camera and the Moxley camera? And, you know, it's like <laughs> red zone for anarchy in the arena. Mm hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just. I, I, thought, I thought the stuff with Claudio was like. Because it was like this in the arena, too, where it was like. 
they would show you Claudio and Matt Jackson like up in the concession area, and then they would go away from it. Yeah. So I think the point was that I think they were just. I I, th- I think I think that was one of the few things that was very premeditated and plotted out beforehand. That we're going to be like, you know, you guys are going to go up the steps, then we're going to go to you, and you'll be swinging them, and then we'll go away from you, and then we'll come back to you, and you'll be doing this. So I think that was I think that was by design. Now you know, maybe it didn't work for the home viewers, but mm. you know, even in the arena, it was kind of. It was kind of amusing in the arena because you would just be sitting there and you'd be like wondering, like, what wonder what Claudio's doing right now? And then you'd, you know, they flip <laughs> the screen back and their Claudio's out in the truck, you know, you know, dropping somebody in there. Sorg, do you think it was a big missed opportunity that Matt Jackson didn't drive the truck back into the arena? I kept saying he's going to drive the truck Todd back in. Into- yeah, no, <laughs> you should have done exactly- the Stone Cold thing back into the arena. Yeah. We like it happened, and Missy, Missy and I are sitting there like, where are they going to drive the truck into? Because that, that's that, what also that's the obvious thing. And then they went and did something else, which I think is a little smarter. It's Chekhov's truck. Chekhov's truck. <laughs> yes, yes. Chekhov's super kick, maybe. Good so, misdirect. Yeah. Yes. Um. I roll did back. either of you get a chance to watch Night of Champions? So, uh, like I say, I watched the first half of it. Right. Okay. Matt, did you have any opportunity? I have seen nothing. I am going to be. I'm going to have a big catch-up day tomorrow, probably. Yeah. And I'll um, probably get around. Put I will, I will definitely. I have you guys heard get, what happened? I, I do yes. know what happened. We okay. saw clips. We saw Twitter um, clips. Okay. All right. So let me tell you um, my night of champions viewing experience because it was happening while I was moving. So. Um, so I had I had Night of Champions on for the first three matches um, while we were settling in and everything. So I got to see everything up to Asuka, and then I caught up with the rest of it later. But um, I uh, while at, while we were cleaning out my old house, um, my wife and sister-in-law were vacuuming, and with my dust allergy, they didn't want me anywhere near there. So I'm sitting outside the house, and I'm like, "Yeah, let's just see, let's just see where where we're at in the old Night of Champions pay-per-view." So I pull up my peacock on, on my phone, and it's right at the point where the Usos come in. I'm like, this is what we came to see. So I got to see it live. And I'm sitting there like a fucking goober outside my house on the street, just going like, oh, shit, no, we didn't. Like, just really, really fucking good. Like, every time you don't think there's more juice they can squeeze out of this bloodline storyline there's another ring there's another ring and just more juice comes out of it like it was it's, it's I, so I think impressive. that's a beautiful thing about the night of champion show and double or nothing and, and there's some stuff that i've been seeing from nxt as well i also intend to watch this week um like oh, oh it, you you it, will you will both enjoy dragon off versus Jack. <laughs> That's what I, I think it's said match of the year or something uh, candidate or something like that um uh, I, i'm excited for that like everything delivered moments right it, it, even if you picked the other show you heard about the other show right um and everybody was in full swing uh this weekend and and i, I saw tyler bait airplane spinning and doing a swing on somebody at the same time yep um yeah i saw the mad spear 
Braun pulled off. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's just wild stuff. Um, so, no, everybody is delivering. My only thing is, I would have caught up by now. But they don't allow the downloads yet of the replays. Like, you can get WrestleMania from last month. But they haven't, mm-hmm. like, like there's a time. Like, I think they have a window before they allow it or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it, it's, so, it's a timing thing. I think. It's like a week or something like that, probably. Yeah. Because I would have had long-ass flights. I would have loved to. I, I would have watched the entire show on my flight from Pittsburgh to Vegas <laughs> if I was able to, for instance. So, oh, well. You know, we'll get to it when we get to it. So, no, no real rush on anything. So, um, like, any other highlights from that? Um, Mike, that we should be oh, looking Oscar. at. Oh, Oscar, 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 Oscar! Oh Asuka. my God, Oscar <laughs> is great. People, I the see people Asuka crying Bianca about match. Bianca losing her her belt, but this is the Oscar that was needed to take it. Hell yeah! Mm-hmm. And and the way the way it happened too, like not not the traditional mist, but the mist into the hand, and then the raking of the eyes. Just mm-hmm. chef's kiss, mm-hmm. and they even call down a commentary. It's a great Buddha move, which you know, fucking works for me. If we're if we're gonna turn an Oscar into the female version of Great Muda, sign me the fuck up. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I am down, and plus, this will give SmackDown's women's division a much needed shot in the arm. Yes, and plus, if Oscar's a heel now, guess what, guys. EO might be turning face. That might be your big match coming up. Oh. Yeah. 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 Love it. Love <laughs> it. All right. Um, yeah. So we're. we're but, uh, NXT Battleground was very good. For those of yes. you who haven't watched yeah. Battleground, highly recommend it. Um, just, just a lot of fun overall. Like. Mm-hmm. The, the Dragon Off Die Jack match. It's such a weird story. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like a punishment fetish almost. Mm-hmm. It's a very odd story, it's but very Lucha Underground, don't you think? Very. It, it's basically. I wow, actually, it's kind of their version of Penta and Vampiro almost. Mm. Very similar. Now that I think about it, yeah. But um, like oh, Alex Miller also says AJ versus Seth. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, that's how you open a fucking show. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Really good. When I saw AJ give Seth that X-Flex on the apron, my back hurt for 10 minutes. Hey, it's amazing when you just put together baller shows like that, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, even this looking at looking at the lineup, there was almost no slouches. And the only one yeah. that I thought was a slouch turned up to be a squash anyways. So... You know, with Natalia. Oh and, yeah, uh, Rhea, Rhea, Rhea so. Yeah. Yes, I saw the pictures of Dom laughing at her. Dominic, that man is worth his weight in gold. Absolutely, absolutely it's worth his weight in gold. Well, I don't want to get too much because I, I figure we'll kind of catch up with WWE and stuff next week after we catch up and uh, have a proper, more proper show. It'll be a, in a hotel room again in a different location. I got a hotel room across the street. Because I don't want to stay with all the students. Um, so, but before we get to our usually show close, Matt, what did you learn yeah. from Las Vegas? Sorg, I, 
I, I forgot what I learned. I, I think I told... Did I tell you what I learned? <laughs> from Las Vegas? While we were there? Or, was it what the part about trash from cans? Las Vegas or what? Uh, did, did you learn always bet on black? No. You know, I... I'm the first person to go to Las Vegas and not gamble a cent. No, you're um, the second. I escaped without gambling. I'm the second person to escape Las Vegas without gambling. And, um... Which is crazy because I intended to, but I never got a chance. You stayed. Um, what did, in I, the what did I learn? Um, you know what I learned in Vegas? Um, the, the Golden Knights pregame festivities. The best shit ever. This the Penguins now officially suck. Their home <laughs> arena sucks. Their in game presentation sucks. The Golden Knights mop the floor with them. They'll never touch it. It's like watching Medieval Times live. It's ima- It's a Im- uh, Mad Mike. I don't know how to, more to tell you. It's it's it, the whole thing is such a show. Hockey on goddamn steroids. It's like got all the worst, uh, all the uh, all the all the um all the worst instincts of professional wrestling are on display at the Vegas Golden Knights <laughs> hockey game, Mike. <laughs> I tell you what, the last five, the last five minutes of the third period, uh, uh, the last five minutes of the second intermission, the Golden Knights mascot turns down all the house lights and have a rave for five minutes while they warm up for the third period. That sounds about right. Um, yeah, and um, man, what a what a scene! Um, Golden Knights hockey, Mad Mike, and they still love Flurry out there. A lot of flurry of they do. out there. How can you not uh, love flurry? How can you I not mean, love flowers? So. They love their even sport Sorg so loves much flowers. He doesn't even know what sport we're talking about, but he loves flowers. Sorg gets I'm, a sports puck. I had a phase. Puck ball. Okay. Called puck ball, Sorg. Yeah, so I ball. went to a pen- I went with the Penguins <laughs> game with Chachi once, so yeah. you know I got that in. Um, so, I or, love- sorry. Next time, next time we should take you to the. <laughs> Take you to a hockey game where you sit glass seats. I'll get you into some goddamn hockey. You know what I love when we had arena football, the Pittsburgh Power. Um, that oh, was yeah. a blast. I love arena football. Arena fo- have you ever been? No. Arena, dude, I and I don't even know what the state of the league is right now. But if you get an you get an arena uh, league like near you, it doesn't even have to be like a high end one, not AFL or anything. You got one of those local yokel ones because we used to go over to like Wheeling and Steubenville and watch some of these games. Because um, my buddy, my 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 old from high school, he's like really big in football. He's at he's at like a football game in like Columbus right now. Uh, so oh, I guess earlier, but um, but so. Here's what I learned. Um, Area 15. If you're in Vegas, go to this place. It is like when we were going for the um, Meow Wolf Omega Mart, a bunch of people uh, recommended this. So I went and got tickets. Um, Hence the hat. Um, And and it's if you've seen the TikTok video of people going into the cooler and there's like a space and it turns into this timey-wimey thing. That's that's that. Um, it's very cool. Don't want to spoil it. I'll talk about an awesome cast next week probably. And um, but uh, but 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 I thought that's all that was there. But it's a whole complex with a whole bunch of experiences. And the main area, there's this giant fiber optic tree over a bar. There's a bunch of bars, axe throwing. There's a, a, a golf 
virtual golf place and these other weird experiences and there's a track uh a, a hanging track that you can go ride called the haley's comet uh through through the facility but it's just also pounding industrial music the whole time it feels like you're in the 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 glowing gangsters versus robin scene from batman forever <laughs> you know what i'm talking about right i know exactly what you're talking about neon gotham baby yeah, it's it's very yeah. No, and now I think about it, it's very Batman Forever. Now I think about it, um, it was a very cool experience. They had a cool, they had, they had a decent arcade and everything. And and then this is the other thing I learned in wrestling this week. I think I talked about before in L.A. Um, found out that Icons of Darkness with all the the again all the Batman suits and and all the props and Star Wars and Companion of the Apes and, and Predator and all kinds of stuff. Um, like, turns out half of them were wrestlers that work for, uh, that trained with Santino Brothers, uh, school out there. Hmm. Um, the security guard I run into, I'm wearing my New Japan shirt, and I was like, yeah, he's a wrestler with FSW, knows the camera guy that used to run with us up in Chicago at Warrior, and his buddy that he was just BSing with on FaceTime was in the six-man tag last week on Rampage. <laughs> So wow, you're right, right? Um, and now he's hanging out wow. in a wrestling uh, mayhem show group. So what's up, Ice Williams? If you guys see him in there again, please let us know what's happening in Vegas. Let me know what's going on with the scene. I mean, like some got some uh, cool stuff going on out there. So please keep it up. So that's what I learned in Vegas. Learned in wrestling. Also check out the Neon Museum if you get out there. Definitely very cool. I did all the goofy stuff after you guys left, Matt. Is that like the? Is that like where they have all the old? Yeah, uh, you know signs. I've always wanted to do that. that that's oh, yeah. on my bucket list. It's and it's, a, it's a guided tour and everything too. So and yeah. they have some Tim Burton stuff that he made. Very very. Oh, cool. that's cool. worth. Yeah, it. but that, that's on my bucket list. I've always wanted yes. to do that. Yes. Um, Let's definitely get out there for that. So I learned two things this week. Mm-hmm. Um, one, I learned that. Did you guys know what Rey Mysterio did in his time, uh, between waiting out his WCW contract and signing with WWE? Gardening? Nope. I'll give you a hint. He killed fucking children. What the fuck? Ray, Ray Mysterio played Freddy Krueger in Jason versus Freddy. He was the stunt guy as Freddy Krueger in that movie. No shit. Yep. Found, the, found that out this week. One of my buddies was talking about it. I'm like, that no re- really and then i looked it up oscar gutierrez as fred krueger stunt work holy shit <laughs> booyaka booyaka time to die huh. Huh. <laughs> so if you're ever in the mood to watch freddy versus jason again anytime freddy gets tossed around that's right goddamn mysterious side learned Mike, get ready. Okay. I learned that DJ Z's making music again. I heard about that. And and the first thing he shared, I think it's a song's personal Facebook. He's doing this. Um, it's a remix of the old Filthy Animals theme song. Excellent. He yeah. he asked what other songs he should remake. I suggested the Fabulous Ruger Brothers theme song. There you go. Oh, my God. 
with girls in cars? No, no. American... They're all American boys. Do-do, all American boys. Matt, what did you learn in wrestling this week? Hold on, I, I one more thing. Oh, okay. So, I've been keeping... Um, I've been going to the Max app while I've been unpacking and everything. Mm-hmm. And I've rekindled my love for BattleBots. And now that now that um, AEW is is in the Max family, mm-hmm. um, I would humbly request just for one Dynamite, just for one show, and for one episode of BattleBots, we swap commentators and ring announcers. Just okay. one show. Okay. Just one show. Because the the guy the guy Farouk that does the announcements for all the bots. Oh yes. Yes. I need to hear him introduce Kenny Omega. He's mm. great. I need to hear him introduce Kenny Omega. <laughs> and honestly, I need to hear JR comment on battle bots. I want JR telling talking about how the battle bots need to grab a hold. No. I, I want I want that bot has a family. That bot, you you wish you wish this bot. There's know, circuits in there. The referee would just you know get a hold on this battle bot tag team match. Yeah, you know. I, I I need Jr. I need to hear Jr. comment on battle bots. I love it. I love it. Yes. Um, Mike or sorry, Matt. Yes. What'd you learn from us? Yeah. Why? Well, yes, I did learn from something. Hang, hang on one second. Oh boy! I work while I'm playing with you guys. You have, um, you have a speech. Uh, first of all, we need Brian Danielson on commentary every single gosh darn week. Yes. Um, he is he is brilliant in his storytelling as he explains why Wheeler Yuta is getting better. Um, how he forced him to climb a mountain and do neck bridges on the top of Turtle Head uh, Peak, which I personally witnessed. I saw with my own eyes how high that is, and I was not going to climb that. Maybe next time, but um out at Red Rock Canyon, and uh, Danielson's great. Whether it's that or, like, a couple weeks ago when he was on guest commentary and Moxley's just beating a snot out of somebody and they keep cutting back to Danielson. He's just giggling on commentary. Like, he's just having such a great time. Uh, he loves he loves Mox. Oh, my God, does Danielson love Mox. Um, the, uh, we have found the, uh, the heir apparent to Vicky Guerrero, to peak Vicky Guerrero, uh, and it is Don Callis. This this segment on Dynamite tonight with Don Callis in the ring was astounding. Was astounding. Um, uh, you know what? And, and you know what? Don's going to Don. Don is Don. He's a very good pro wrestling manager and a great talker. But man, you know what, San Diego? You did it. You, you deserve the kudos, San Diego. You took it to the next level because you booed that man. Boy, did you ever. Uh, and Takeshita cuts up one hell of a Japanese language promo. I tell you what, he, he, oh, was, he so was good too. Anyway, yeah, good stuff for checking out. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he, so he's going through everybody. Callus is like, he's better than the Great Muda. He's greater than you know, Kenna Kabashi. Then he gets to like, he's better than Okada. And then like first minute, like Takeshita's like. Stop! Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I guess she was like, "Don't summon like, him. Do not uh, yeah, summon exactly. him." Exactly. <laughs> Why? 
why are you uh why are you why are you saying that name don you know don't, don't summon him Okada's he's been, still active yeah yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm under 30 okada's coming he's hunting me right now got i love it beating up I all the kids it. yeah yeah he's being a bully or whatever i love that stuff and apparently he's on a war path right now so um yeah that's also pretty good stuff there's something else from dynamite oh go ahead no, no, no. jay white and juice robinson i've i've been one of the people screaming about this for weeks mm. give jay white the microphone in front of the crowd and let the man cook well they put him in the front of the crowd tonight they gave him the microphone and that gosh darn king switch he cooked baby Loved it. He's using Tony Schiavone as a human shield. <laughs> oh my god, it was good. <laughs> so good. So good. So good. Finally, great finally. dynamite tonight. Finally. They have finally. not all been great lately. Tonight's dynamite was great. You see this so, lineup for Rampage? Very happy. I've seen that lineup for Rampage. It's like there's an article in the works right now being worked on as we speak. There's a th what, Commander Vikings. <laughs> Four title matches. This is this is right up Mad Mike's alley. Four title matches. None from AEW, so perfect. God, three different lineup. promotions. But you know what? You know what? The talent, the talent is great. So I don't give <sighs> a crap. Zack Saber Jr., Shibata, Willow, Vikingo. I don't give a crap. Well, no, Willow at Full least makes off, sense to me. Full bums in off the street. Let's get these matches on TV. Oh, yep, I love it. I Works love it. Good be hey, hey, hey! If that's what Rampage is going to be going forward. No complaint. <laughs> so Rampage no is complaint. so Rampage is going to be not AEW going. Yeah, it's going to be like the Forbidden Door show, right? So I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm not where, like, so Rampage. Rampage is so Rampage is going to be the ROH shows after every pay per view back in the day. It's good. Yeah, it's like the dumping ground for all the other, uh, you know, affiliated promotions uh, title matches. So we'll see. Anyway. Looks it's like a good lineup for Friday. Friday night's the old War of the Worlds shows Ring of Honor used to do with New Japan. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Oh, and, and, and I have a feeling first... Friday we're also going to see some fireworks on SmackDown. Because sure. we, have the, we have the Roman celebration. And that can only go poorly. <laughs> I'm going to watch the pay-per-views. And then I'm going to do a YouTube clip catch-up on WWE television, probably. Sorg, definitely watch Dragon Off and Die Track. I did watch the promo. Kevin Owens. Um, oh, oh my God. Getting pissed oh, about right, right. I, I know you're trying to rap. I know you're trying to rap. Oh, I'm good. It's only Kevin like 8.15 here. That's fair. Kevin Owens on Raw telling Chad Gable to say the thing that he says that always makes him giggle. I lost my fucking mind lost my like kevin owens i i don't know how long you plan on wrestling when when you've decided to hang up your illustrious boots i i want you to become the next dario i don't know how this occurs yes. i just want you to be a figure with a microphone that you talk every show and i want you to i want you to run the most meta wrestling fed you've ever seen your fucking life <laughs> like i i just need that like like where there are specific rules like if there's a contract signing we won't be using a table because someone's just going to end up going through it if he's someone has a talk that. show 
he's always been like, well, we know how this is going to end and maybe throw the chairs out early or something like that, you know? So, like, I love, like, and it goes to that idea that I've been talking about, but, like, yeah, WWE just has all this formula and we just rinse and repeat. But I love the, he pokes at the formula. He just keeps Kevin Owens is the most consistent character in all of wrestling. He cares about the formula of WWE. Yeah, he sure does. And he upholds it. Matt Carlins, thank you so much for popping in. Sorkin, it was my pleasure. Uh, Check out all the shenanigans on WrestlingInc.com where I am like the Batman of Wrestling Inc. I work night shifts and I protect (laughs) the world from bad aggregation. That's my mission. I like how you've adopted your your protecting the world thing from when you did TV producing. I know. Every every TV news everyone producing. who works uh, everyone who think uh, anyone you see who's on TV working a second or third shift, they think they're Batman. That's what they think <laughs> they are. They they'll deny it to your face, but they think they're Batman. Well, I, I not not anybody else. No other superhero. They all think they're Batman. I think Jim Loke most likely thinks he's Batman. Jim Loke definitely thinks he's Batman. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100% thinks he's Batman. But which Batman? Which Batman are you? I, I don't know. <laughs> the tough questions. Thanks for wrapping it up with a tough question, Sork. I don't know. Like, I, Just Batman. Is there another Batman? Matt, Matt. Just say Conroy. Just say Conroy. Oh, no. I'm That's not a voice. One. That's a good I'm one. Not, I'm, I'm not, um, <laughs> Next time, next next scrum, Tony Khan, which <sighs> Batman would you be if you were a Batman? Uh, I'm not burning my question on something stupid like that. No way, man. Stupid. That's a great question. That's a personality Tony, question. Tony, no, no, you... no, Matt. Matt, next scrum, ask him if there's a chance for any potential partnership with BattleBots. I'm going to see <laughs> Please, for me. if I can pop my uh, media friends by asking Tony, uh, Tony, when are you coming back to insert location here uh, let's <laughs> make up something Tony that when was, are you coming back when are you coming back to Walla Walla Washington when are you coming back to Chictawaga New York there was um, so the ICP would have a have a seminar every year at the gathering and half of it was people asking when they're coming back to their town it was like it was so want to know but like yeah it can't be every question yeah exactly I mean I'm sure they'd love to come to your town and sell out your arena mm-hmm. but you know, you know. It's only, it's only so many weeks in a year. What are we going to do? Mainstream, we, we can't have it all. Mainstream Matt on the Twitter? Still. With one T. There you go. And, of course, Mad Mike 4883 on the tweets. Yes, I will be I, I will be off of Twitter tomorrow because I'm avoiding spoilers for Spider-Man like the plague. <sighs> I have a muted words list of about 35 words deep so mm. i don't see anything i'm holding effort i'm trying i'm trying to get away from work sunday or monday night to try sorg see. sorg put throw your muted words list take I'm, take the oh, time dude, you I'm have barely, as a west coaster right now oh no west Coast. okay true, all right i'm just I'm just saying i'm barely gonna be on twitter it'll be fun. if you just mute the word spider you'll probably be good <laughs> anyways um thank you so much at sorgatron on the twitter i'm out here in portland for a few days and then i'm going to be out in uh, michigan for all next week so let me know 
what wrestling shows might be happening, especially on, I think we're looking at something Saturday night if it works out with our schedule. So, or the same mayhem is out. What's up? Um, I do not have an outro. <laughs> so everybody, Mike, sing us away. Uh, just wait. Do, 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 just do. wait. Just wait. No, no, that's Ronnie's gimmick. I don't steal gimmicks. I, I'm not doing Ronnie's just wait gimmick. That's, 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 the, that's, that's the song. That's, that's actually the song. Oh. Don't you listen to the show? Well, then. Back? No. <laughs> you, never, you haven't heard the theme song in years, have you? I probably haven't because in production because I because I have the chat room open the audio I have the chat room open right, but it's always but the muted. audio we play out for intro and outro he doesn't he never hears when he's on the show because it's on the other yeah. end of the production he's not he doesn't get mm -hmm. the feedback so he has no idea nope. what our theme song yeah. is the the theme song could be Mad Mike sucks and I would not know so long farewell. just wait just wait. Wait for the time. I know. Have what. a good night and watch some wrestling. <laughs> good night, everybody. Guys, thank you so much. We'll see you guys next time. Mayhem out. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.